Yeah, last I heard, he was three over par. Last I heard, sounded like someone torturing kittens. Last I heard, my gym makes money. I heard five. You heard wrong. You heard him. Those were his last words. Last I heard, he'd be defeated again. Last I heard, Joe coaches women's wrestling. Cody says wait. Yeah, last I heard. I heard that. I heard that. Last I heard, he lived around the hotel. Last time that I'd heard, you had, uh... You had uh, gotten us to the final week of the National Football League's regular season of 2023. Take this in 2024, the playoffs are upon us. The wild card weekend is coming up. And the last I heard, Gridiron Gang boys are going to talk about it. We're going to give you the in-depth. They're going to give you the wrap-up of the final se- uh, final weekend of the regular season. Our preview for the first round of the playoffs the wild card weekend as well as a uh, touch on some um some future aspects of the league uh, as well as catching up on the the black monday that has now become black stormy week i guess of uh the national football league of coach firings so with that being said i'm your host lee dempsey followed here with the great iron gang travis rankins josh winch as we're gonna get right into it with some news shall we News flash, asshole! Yes, 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 news. Um, lots and lots of news today. I think we'll honestly start with the most breaking news. Probably news that'll still be new to everyone else tomorrow when this comes out. Nick Saban, retiring. Right off the bat, boys. Well, I want to hear what you say with that, and then we'll get into the rest of the... It's, uh, I, I sent out oh, a... I can't hear you, Winch. Can you hear me now? Uh oh. Uh oh. Is that me that can't hear you? Can you hear him, Trav? I can hear him. What the fuck can I hear? I want to. All right, I hear you. All right, yep, that was on my end, folks. Sorry about that. You just didn't want to hear my take. All right. No, I I was like, (laughs) it was a button that I had turned down to during the intro, and I was like. That's not usually ah, up, is fuck it? this guy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck these guys. When I knew I didn't hear Travis too, I was like, all right, that's that's me then. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Let's go ahead. Saban, the GOAT. Uh, not much else to be said. Uh, it's uh, I see a lot of tweets about he's the last uh, head coach retiring that represents our childhood um, in college football. And there's a lot of truth to that. You know, he had the Urban Myers, um, Nick Saban, there's a lot of um, coaches, you know, that span the tw- 2000s, 2010s, now into the 2020s. Uh, he's kind of been seven national championships, obviously, across that time frame, which is just incredible. Um, taking over an Alabama program, and he had, I think it was seven or eight wins his first year, and then every season since has had 10 wins or more. Um He had 44 first-round picks while he was there and 29 losses. Um, His his stats and his accomplishments are will be nearly impossible for anyone to accomplish. It's a Tom Brady-esque career. Um, Bill Belichick, I know we'll talk probably a little bit about as well today, but um, it's bittersweet. I'm happy as a Hurricanes fan. I had to wear and represent for my team today as a big announcement in college football. It opens the door. Um, it also opens the transfer portal for Alabama. Uh, we 
within 45 minutes of this uh, announcement, the number one player in their class decommitted, uh, Ryan Williams, a five-star recruit. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I've already seen names of who's the replacement coming out, but um, I want to focus on Saban and give him his love and his recognition as one of the greatest, the greatest coach in college football of all time. Um, and one of the greatest in any sport of all time. So a uh, hell of a career. Uh, his statue will be going up in a, a few years here, and uh, he really transformed Alabama in the way we think about it. It's a, it's an incredible dynasty he put together there. So I was shocked. I would say there wasn't a lot of writing on the wall either. I'm sure he's been thinking about this for quite a while. but um, And I'm sure his players had an inkling of it coming. Um, he seemed to be very well connected with his team and players, obviously throughout his coaching career. Um, it'll be very interesting to see who their replacement is. I have some ideas, but um, he's uh, he's earned a happy retirement and I'm sure he'll be driving around in his boat and relaxing. Oh, that was really well said there, Josh. Yeah, well, I think he's a clap. Um, Nick Saban. Yep. The goat, like you said, um, best college coach of all time that I've ever seen that you guys have ever seen, obviously, um, took over an Alabama squad, obviously that they've been in, rich in tradition, weren't that great when he took them over and brought them back to greatness. So hats off to him. Um, now to go a little bit more into this, I think I could see it kind of coming just because he doesn't want to fucking deal with any of this NIL bullshit anymore. I think, I think he's done. Like, he's like, this is, this ain't for me. Like, this is some bullshit. You saw him swap, swapping uh, viral fucking whatever he was saying. To, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Texas A&M coach and then a yeah. couple others. And just going after them saying about the million dollars and all that. And it's like, I, I could see it kind of coming that this wasn't going to be what he yeah. would make the coach in anymore. And I don't blame him. Like, I, I would not want – this is like the wild, wild west. Like – my buddy just texted me two days ago that we're getting the number two transfer linebacker and he's mm-hmm. gone from Cincinnati to, I think maybe is it Miami or yeah, Alabama USC. or USC? Yeah. USC. And now he's coming to Wisconsin. That's three schools in three years. That is stupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. There should be restrictions on this. I know, I know there was restrictions in the past and they uplifted them and blah, 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 mm-hmm. but maybe just do let them do one transfer. You can't just keep, Hopping schools like, oh, and then then when they're transferring, they they come in and take another guy's spot, and then the guy's like, "Well, I'm gonna transfer then because yeah. I'm not starting now when I got promised." And it's just I don't know. It's just it's all very just they'll, dirty. They'll figure, they'll figure it out. But you're right. Saban didn't want to stick around to wait for that to happen. He's too old. He's got way too much accomplished. Uh, he looks young, but I think he's probably, what, 70? I, I mean, think he's old Belichick, maybe even. Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't realize that. So I, I totally agree. I think that's the biggest reason he stepped away. I don't think, you're, like, he loves coaching. He loves development. He loves the players. I don't think he likes, I mean, he, let's be honest, head coaches in college football and in the NFL, um, but I'd say more in college football, are basically money managers right? That's their job is to bring in money from boosters, attract talent and players and increase their facilities to attract talent and players. And then it's their assistant's job to be able to coach and develop those players. That's really what it is. 
Um, and that's what you're seeing with Finkel and Mario Cristobal in Miami. And, you know, th- there's been new programs that have emerged as, I would say, title comp- contenders only because they have a lot of money. Um, and you're going to see more and more of that, like Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Oregon, these schools that virtually have endless pockets because they have boosters, Texas, that'll fund anything and everything that they need. Um, you know, when you go ask Phil Knight down. Involved in that soon. They got some guys that have a lot of money too. Yep. Well, you go, I mean, look at Oregon. You go talk to Phil Knight. Here's an open check. What do you need? Well, now you that know? it has nothing to do with academics, basically. like right. No. They can pay whatever they want. There's no cap. Right. There's no salary cap. Yeah. So it it will get refined because they have to do something. But to your point, I I dealing with the bullshit, I don't blame him. And yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't want to do that, to be honest. I would I'm all about player development and internal development and I like I'm very happy that uh, Michigan won. I'm not um, a Michigan fan, but I, I I was excited to see them win a championship. Um, and I think they did it the right way. They built the foundation. It took several years. I think this is year eight or nine for Harbaugh at Michigan. They've been close the last two or three years. They're not heavy transfer portal guys. They develop, and it worked. They developed a strong offense and defensive line and running backs that were three great running backs that played well in that game. So I think that's kind of the formula I hope it trends back to. Then you look at programs like FSU this past year, um, 13-0 and during the regular season. Their team was laden with transfer portals. Um, if you look back to their roster last year, the year before, they were, I think, nine or ten wins. But all those key contributors were transfer portal people from last year to this year. Um and then they go into their bowl game and get fucking embarrassed by Georgia by 60 points. Well, that's what's going to happen because they're not doing it as a college destination or to learn anything. They're there for fucking right. a year to get exposure. To and, yeah. yeah. Correct. So it's like, that's, it's a, it's a development. It's like, um, the herd for the, you know, the bucks. That's basically what it will turn into if we don't start governing it. So, um, good for saving though. I mean, he survived it all to go through some huge changes in the style of football being played too. You go back to when he first started, um, he had running backs, you know, Damian Harris is a name that sticks out to me that he had, you know, Derrick Henry, these, these pound and bruise type of running backs that just, you know, there was a guy he had named coffee. I remember him a long time ago. Yep. And, um, you know, Jacob Hester was at LSU when he used to play. And it was like nine to six would be the final score of the game. Um, and then you go to today's style where it's so open spread athletes in space. And to be able to win through all that's just a remarkable accomplishment. It really is. And that tells you how good he's adapting. And that's why he's won seven championships. That's where I think Belichick is a little different. I don't think he's adapted as well as Saban has adapted throughout time. And uh, what's crazy about this is, so Alabama just lost their coach, and uh, rumor is Jim Harbaugh might be on his way out as well. So two out of the four top teams in the college football are going to be without coaches maybe. There'll be some some serious money thrown off for whoever they want. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, 
Well, yeah, I guess that takes us uh, into our, our Black Monday, uh, which turned to Black Tuesday, Black Wednesday. Um, first one first, uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta. He got fired at like 2 in the morning. Um, <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> <Poor> nuts. <guy. laughs> um, especially the way he had to go out, too. Um, that wasn't pretty. Uh, Ron Rivera out. I think we all saw that coming. I think he's one of those two where he did not adapt. Uh, over time, he just kind of struggled ever since uh, that Panthers Super Bowl run. Um, Mike Vrabel, the biggest shocker um, by far, getting fired there. I think I think he's going to be the most sought after coach um, besides maybe yeah, Jim Harbaugh. That uh, you know, there's rumors that he'll be looking around. Uh, maybe Bill, Bill Belichick. No, no news on him yet. Boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Quinn. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Pete Carroll today, um, that was pretty crazy. And I heard that he tried to even fight for his job, too, to keep it, and they weren't oh, so for it. Was a f- that's that's what I heard. Yeah, but he's still involved, I guess, that's, still at the an, same time. That's what he's, he an, didn't. he's an advisor, I think they said, or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Something to keep him, give him a title. Yeah, right? Wow. Yeah, uh, interesting. But, yeah, apparently he uh, tried to convince I, him. I was shocked by uh, both of those. I didn't see Vrabel or Pete getting getting canned. Those are two really classy coaches who have had a ton of success. Um, get, don't get me wrong, Vrabel has not – his team didn't play well this of, year. Yeah, but, the last two years. Um, he's fought through a look, lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, look, at like, what it, look at the talent level he's had at quarterback while mm-hmm. he's been there too. And he's made yeah. deep playoff runs consistently. They're consistently mm-hmm. winning the division. Um, that one really surprised me. I think Lee, yeah. you said him to the Patriots when you said that. That just, you know, we'll talk about yeah. check, but that makes all the sense in the world. Obviously, having played there and following in the legacy of Bill, I could see that that being an easy um, transition. Um, and obviously, with the top three pick now to yeah. get the quarterback that he never had, mm-hmm. um, yeah, makes a ton of sense to me. Right. I don't know what's going to happen with Pete. I don't think he's ever going to coach probably again. If um, that, he'll probably just hang around there and um, maybe the Mike Holmgren approach. You know, hang yeah. around the program a little bit like, and then kind of like Bud Grant away. for the Vikings. Just have an office there until the day you die, and then still have a <laughs> it sit there and collect dust. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's crazy. Um, how old I was actually girl too. Like, I mean, he's even older than Bill and them, right? Yeah. Or at least he looks yeah. it. Um, he's older than Bill. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he is older in dirt. So it's like, did you want to do this until you keeled over, I guess? I don't know. It's like, why don't why not take a step? Young, man. Keeps him young. It does. Yeah, you're right. He, I mean, the day he's he stops smacking his around. gum and, yeah, chucking a ball around, taking his shirt off after draft picks. You it's know, not like, like you still have energy out there. I, I, I'm, I personally did not like to see him, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> he always co- I mean just always wants to punch the smirk off his face. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. Just something about him, like yeah, little slime ball. That wouldn't have anything to do with the fail Mary, would it? <laughs> Bring back the some worst memories. one with the twenty fourteen championship game. Oh uh, yeah. But no, I just I don't know. He just yeah. rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> um I was actually kind of surprised by Arthur Smith, too. I know he hasn't had – I think this is like his second season in a row, basically, that they finished 500. They're 7-9, whatever, right? But I feel like he's with 
his defense, he's not drafted anyone on defense, really. Um, has played well, which is kind of his calling card. Um, but their offense, they've gone Kyle yeah. Pitts, Drake London, and B. And John Robinson, and they've done absolutely nothing. Yeah. So they don't even get the ball to Bijan. Or Kyle Pitts. Right. It's, I mean, like, yeah, they don't get him involved. I wonder, you think that's management at some point that just saw the writing on the wall that they want to get rid of Arthur Smith, and they're like, do not play these guys because if they get fucking hurt under your watch, you know what I mean? I just don't get why he'd be I so get, limited. Why is he shooting himself in the foot to not play I these know, guys? I like, know, Pitts is, what, 6'6", six, six and like 250 pounds and yeah. can run like a 4'5". I'm like, you can't tell me this motherfucker can't do a bootleg. The same shit... Uh, <laughs> the lions do with laporta and for mm-hmm. five yards and he takes it 30 it's like right right you can't fu- i don't it's, know yeah especially with ritter i mean the guy's athletic just get him on the edge but um i don't know i was shocked a little bit by that one yeah yeah i'd say river riverboat ron is probably the only one that wasn't like even the slightest <laughs> no. surprise i thought he was gonna be like as soon as that game was done they're gonna just be like <laughs> you're out get the hell out of here because <laughs> i don't know i mean especially because they those guys had new man or new ownership anyway so they were probably ready to have them out before this season even started but i don't know um who, who do you think still to come do you think billy hangs her up this year yeah i mean what, what are your predictions is brable gonna go there I think if he does, Vrabel goes there for sure. Yeah. Why does he want to go there? That's not even an attractive job right now. They have nobody on that roster. The memories. Yeah, I don't know. That that one is a tough. I think I think it is just yeah, the connection to the team is the only way. It's like you just know people in there. They probably trust him enough. They've seen his his record. You know what he did. What he did in uh, Tennessee, and they're like. We'll we'll give you the keys, you know. Like we, we're we're not gonna make you a GM like we let Bill do for the last how many fucking years, but um, we think that's the change they need, kind of thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a good fit. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else would be easy to go out. Um, Chargers. Who, who do you think they're gonna go after? Yeah, I think they're probably gonna take like an offensive coordinator. I think they're going to get the Lions offensive coordinator. Yeah. Ben Johnson. Yeah, what do you want, like $15 million or something like that a year? Yeah. Which is, like, tied for second most in the league right now for head coach. Him or Harbaugh. Yeah. I don't think Harbaugh's leaving. I don't know. Something tells me he's going to stay. Why sign the extension, then? Hmm. Just keep his options. And all these allegations probably, right? that keep coming up, like, for no, like, I don't know, man. Every yeah, year for the last, like, four years, they've been linking him to NFL teams. And... I think he's out. Yeah. Where do you think he'll go? Excuse the me. commies? I can see that. Chargers. Chargers? I think the Chargers I mean... is the most attractive job by far out there. So I that's don't think why the people style are like... fits him, though. Yeah. Like, they're too flashy they're la mm-hmm. they're i don't know i just don't think that style well, that's seattle? seattle would be a great fit for yeah. him or atlanta mm, yeah atlanta a little bit that's tough physical division i don't think he'd go to the titans no way that's not in the track yeah washington not anymore yeah, yeah. titans would be an easier division 
but the, that roster. What are, yeah. what are the Titans at draft pick wise? Do you guys know? They they had what, up, five yeah, or six top. wins. They got to be top. seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Those... So I mean, they could do damage with that. Um, Chargers, Giants, Titans. Man, I what don't are the know. Cardinals going to do? Are they going to trade Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah, they're just going to get a Keep receiver. Tyler, they haven't had a receiver. Yeah, yeah, they like Murray. Yeah, I think he 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 showed signs of promise. You At know, when he returned. Year, yeah. yeah, so it was enough. If he wasn't doing anything, I think they would have easily moved on. But it was like, oh shit, he's actually making passes. They got all that and, money stuck into him too. And that, so. yes, and that that being the number one factor, uh, he costs a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it's, and it seems, uh, I guess we can go into the last bit of news here too. Um, pretty much everyone on the offensive side of the ball coaching scheme, um, for the bears got fired today. Um, but they're still keeping head coach Matt Eberflus, um, which I think shows the writing on the wall that they're not going to draft a quarterback because I feel like you would just start over for both. You know, I just don't, I don't know. It just seems like it makes sense where you'd let, let them a new guy come in and pick who they want to pick as a quarterback. And I don't know, it, it this sets them up for, I don't know, either Eber, to get at least one more year on a, on a deal wise, but see, we'll see. I I mean, they finished the season pretty strong. They didn't play anyone great down the stretch, yeah. uh, but I show think signs. They, yeah, yeah. I think they stick with fields. Uh, we were talking about it a little bit before we came on. I, he showed signs, and that's kind of they're gonna look back to that. And if I'm in their shoes, I trade out of one, I get a boatload of picks, and I stick in the top four, um, five picks to get a court to get a, a offensive tackle. Maybe you can drop to seven or something if you want the Titans to jump up to one or some, you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. you want to get two, three first rounders in the future and get an offensive tackle, and then maybe a a receiver at nine or something and um, build around him, and then see what happens. And if he sucks this year, then you let him walk and you draft the quarterback next year that has now an offensive tackle and a receiver and DJ Moore and, you know, some, some weapons around him. So yeah. that's kind of the MOI would take. The only problem is, is if Caleb Williams is good. <laughs> yeah, you could say that it's yeah. you're flipping a coin. Every quarterback he takes. Yeah. I mean, I personally would not keep Justin Fields. Yeah. I do not. I don't like his numbers over the last three years and how much he turns the ball over. And like I was telling you, pre, uh, he has what four four plays a game where it's like, oh my god, yes, that's what we want. That's why we. Yeah. we there's so much potential there. But then the other 20-some plays, you're like, what are you doing? No, 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 no. Oh, what kind of throw was that? Uh, I don't know. Me personally, I think we're so starstruck with, like, potential, and we we just want to believe it because we see it, glimpses of it, that we cling to it, and we want to believe it. And Bear fans, let me tell you, they're clinging to it because I really wish that I would have video recorded my time at the game and just going up to Bear fans and – you know, chit-chatting with them, and we were having good cordial conversations. It was all great. And I just asked every single one of one of them that I saw, Justin Fields or the number one pick in Caleb Williams or whoever, whichever quarterback you think. And every 
single one. I probably asked 20, 20 to 25 fans. Every single one. Fields. No doubt. Fields. No doubt. Fields. No yeah. doubt. What am I missing? I don't know. Like I said, I know he's dynamic on some plays, but like I need consistency out of my quarterback. I can't just yeah. have a couple dynamic plays a game and then be like, mm, yeah. mm, I need consistency. I'd, I'd trade him. I think um, I compared. I think... Oh, go ahead, Josh. I think you could say the same about Caleb Williams, though. I mean, he's inconsistent. Yeah, that's all we're doing here, but he doesn't have three years of work already. Justin Fields right. has three years of work that I've seen, and I'm not that impressed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. I get it. Either way, I think the argument can be made. It's like, yeah, but Fields has three years of experience. Yeah. So he's one year maybe closer to breaking that potential. And but you know what? If Justin Fields gets traded, he could still be a good quarterback, maybe, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I think I'm just saying. Not sure where, but. It might be the system. They're not using him the right way, maybe. Right. I think his pocket presence is the thing that honestly bothers me the most. He, Gotta learn to that's, the ball. That's, uh, that's one of the traits I've, I've realized is the thing I would scout for the most if I was looking for a quarterback, is their pocket of presence. It's wildly shocking how different it is among some starting quarterbacks like Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Justin Fields, all terrible at pocket presence. Mm-hmm. And then you have some that are like, how the fuck do you see that guy? Like yeah. Mahomes and you know yeah. some of these guys were just like, what? Take a step forward, right at the right yeah. time. Step back, or yeah. like you see, you you prince, you feel him coming from behind you, so you tuck, mm-hmm. or you roll. Like they get yep. out of those plays instead of turning the ball over on those plays, and that's the yep. difference in winning and losing games. It really is. I mean, everyone, backup quarterbacks, third string quarterbacks, they can make throws. Like I think too many people get an aided ability of like, oh, he's accurate. He can throw seven yards. Who gives a fuck? Look at Brock Purdy. He doesn't need to throw 80 yards. He actually has a pretty strong arm. But anyway, it's to me that's what I would be looking for. And um, that and being able to to read a defense. I mean, yeah. How fast are you at at being able to see what's coming at you? I mean, read the coverages. I, are they dropping? Are they coming? I agree yep. totally with you, man. They, we get too enamored with the whole. He's got a big arm. He does this. Yeah, it's all yeah. well and good and everything. But like. It's like the five-tool baseball player. Like, it's right. just not all of what you need, you know. Right. I check those five big boxes, but, yeah, you pocket just presence. Have that, 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 like you said, pocket presence, awareness, just that it factor of, like, being composed and, and not letting things get to you when they're coming at you and don't overreact and, like, all those things, man. I agree. That is yeah. what I would look for first. Agreed. Because that's what I first looked at in Jordan Love, and I, I was kind of worried at first, especially in the Chiefs game when he first came out at, in year one. I was like, this pocket presence, no good. Like, hmm. You I'm could sure tell the happy feet. That, the happy feet. Mm-hmm. Lawrence looked like he had happy feet on Sunday, by the way. I know I'm well, sure we'll happy- probably – He's getting get hurt. Yeah, but man, that's once yeah. you start seeing that, that's scary. Because that's a habit. Yeah, that'd be terrible if he takes a step back. Like that just 
He's getting um, his ass kicked there this year. They need all line. I did want to touch upon, like you guys saying, um, kind of the with Fields, you, um, you know what you have. Like some people look at the whole drafting quarterbacks and then keeping the quarterback that you have as this pretty much the glass half full, glass half empty, depending on how you look at it. Um, knowing what you have, you have the glass half full. Um, not knowing what you have, you could consider it as half empty. But either way, I think um, when you're when year four going into year five with a quarterback, you're kind of like, all right, well, I'm ready to make the risk again because we've seen it. You know, that's enough. Or you do what the Bears seem like they're going to do is going to see, well, we know what we do have in fields. We can at least trade back, you know, give them just a little bit more time, a little bit more weapons, um, protection maybe, whatever it is, build the team around them and see if it works. I think that's kind of the mindset that I had even with um, with Cousins this year. And to think that, you know, how much better Cousins is than Fields is as just standard just quarterback yeah. itself at the position. I'm still at the point where I'm like, we tried Cousins. Like, that that experiment is over. Like, I'm ready to move on. It, he might be a damn good option. We've seen what the Vikings are without him. Pretty fucking terrible. But I'm still at this point, I'm like, okay. I've I've seen the the ceiling of Kirk Cousins. It's been on the wall for a while, um, so I think I'm ready to take the gamble. I'm ready. To, I see I see the glass half empty right now, and I'm ready to take the risk of either filling it up or dumping it out. But I do think the Vikings have not to get too far into them, but I think they're at a perfect position right now where you can re-sign Cousins that leadership, that expertise, and that ability for like two years and draft a quarterback this year in the first round and have him sit for two years. Then in that third year, Cousins is gone. This guy gets gets the job, gets to learn more about the defenses, you know, the speed of the NFL defenses and what they can do and, you know, can can learn more, more like, you know, what Love and, and Rodgers have done and so many quarterbacks in the past have done. Um, I'm, I'm ready to take that chance, and it's not even that risky. If you got two years for a guy to sit there, and learn and learn and learn. Your risk level is going down so much. I think it's yep. a layup for Kevin Steph- or not Kevin Kevin O'Connell to do because that secludes your job for three more years, pretty much no matter what happens. It's like, well, we got the future right here. I at least get one year with the rookie right at the helm. I think I think it's it's such a layup of a decision that if it doesn't happen, I'm probably going to be livid out of my mind um, and write off this damn franchise. But yeah. That's all I gotta say. That's my only Vikings recap of the for the season. I think you're spot on there, Lee. I was actually gonna bring this up when we got to the Packers game, but it's fitting based on what you said there. Um, do you think it's? Uh, I've heard on some of the sports talk shows here recently. How do the Packers keep hitting on these quarterbacks? You know, this is the third one in a in in a row that's mm-hmm. now flashed. You know, he could be great. Um, and he could be the next, you know, prolific guy that's here for 12, 15 years and, um, carries the franchise to one Super Bowl Cause that's what they all do, um, in that time frame. But, uh, <laughs> and anyway, I think, do you think it's more of the people they're selecting or the system they're going into and how they approach the quarterback in green Bay? Travis, I want to let you say it, but I want to say what I think first because i think you're gonna have a different opinion on it but it's i think still both are gonna be valid but i'm pretty sure i know what you're gonna say i think it's a little bit of both 
and I yeah, say this obviously. only 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 because I think it's when it's kind of like, yeah, our quarterback could be here for two years, could he be here for five years kind of thing still. But when you see the opportunity in the first round for a guy that you really believe in and once again can sit and is it not a huge risk, like granted you're like, you know, post later it could be like, oh, three years ago you picked fucking Jordan Love and, you know, we could have won for Rodgers then, blah, blah, blah. You know, we heard all that shit. But now it seems, oh, it's totally fine. It doesn't matter, you know. Like I think it's either it's a mistake in the past that people will get over or it's going to be great and people are loving it now. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's the risk level is so small. So for like an organization like the Packers, where they can be like, I kind of see the writing on the wall. And this kid, we we can trade up and we don't really have to trade that much in order to do it. Um, yeah, let's do it, man. Like, let's take this risk and have him learn behind one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And they said that with fucking Rodgers too, like to Favre. I think I think they just have this like um, almost like a chain where it's like it just overlap is just enough where they can lock in that you know that solidified knowledge to where it doesn't get out of out of control. People can sit back and learn at their own pace. I mean, if you have years to do it rather than you know a few games until fucking what's his nuts gets hurt and then you got to get thrown in there and oh he's the future. Maybe, I don't know, well, you know, like a Will Levis situation, and then it's like, oh, Tannehill, get back in there. You're, I don't know. It, then it's a mess. But luckily enough, Rodgers was healthy for most of that. But, Trav, what do you what do you think? Well, there's a saying out there that goes like, if you need a quarterback, that's the worst time to, to be picking a quarterback. The best time to be picking a quarterback is when you don't need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because the spotlight's not on him. He can sit back. He can wait. You know what that's called, guys? Patience. You know why the Packers have patience over all these other teams? They don't have an owner. Okay? We don't run our team based on emotions and uh, the will of, like, we need to do this right now just because. Like, granted, I'm an emotional person, so I react a lot on emotions. But the Packers don't because it's run like a business. Yeah, we want to win and stuff like that, but we also want to always be competitive. So we're always we're 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 always in the and people hate this and I sometimes do hate it, but overall as a business, we're always trying to also do as best we can right in the moment, but at the same time, we always have the future investing in the future in mind. Sure. Yeah. We're always having the future in mind. So with that being said, I think we have a certain um you know, skill set we look for in a quarterback. And we want to make sure that obviously they have the, the smarts and all that. And when one comes and when it falls to us and we don't have to go and necessarily go up and get it in the like top 10 pick and you just let it fall to us. And if we think, hey, we have a first round grade on this guy and we really like him and we think he's as good as these guys that are in the top 10, just like Aaron Rodgers was too, then yeah, we're going to go pick him because we, we don't have a lot to lose. And I get it. A lot of people were pissed because we're in the NFC championship game and we need a weapon and blah, 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 blah. And I, I understand that wholeheartedly and everything like that. But overall, that's an emotional decision. And the Packers don't make emotional decisions. Again, I fucking knock them for it, but I also respect them for it. Because most of the time, when you look back, you're like, okay, it made, it made, it made sense. 
It made sense. Now there's some things where like, you know, trading Ran- to get Randy Moss for a third round pick that you, you that's the dumb shit. Like you, you should be doing that kind of shit. Go get him when you, it's not even that big of a risk. Like, you know, but overall, I just think they look for a certain skill set. They find it. They want to draft them, develop them, and they won't throw them to the wolves. And they believe in patience. And they believe that learning from a guy that's really good at quarterback is probably also a good thing. Mm-hmm. So that's great analysis there, guys. I, I think, um, I, I tend to lean towards the program more than the talent. Um, because I, as I kind of said in the last segment there, I think all these guys are extremely talented, but there are definitely certain things they're looking for. Like we pointed out with the pocket presence, the athleticism, the ability to read defenses, you know, those types of things that they're looking for. Um, but I think of it as just like any other job, um, right? If you come in and the person you're learning from is the best at what they do, guess what? you have a pretty good likelihood to be pretty damn good at your job. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they've followed that model very successfully with the quarterback position. You sit, you learn, and you train just like at any other job, right? And if you're learning the best tactics, strategies, footwork, you know, they show this side-by-side of Rogers throwing, love showing. Guess where he fucking learned that from? Yeah. Exactly. Um, when you sit and watch that on a daily basis, that's how you observe take in information and then you employ those same tactics. So I think Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan love all in a silhouette and you wouldn't know who it is basically like on yeah. some of these, th- like, Oh my God, I've seen that before. Oh my God. I saw that. Like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's how it works though. It's a, it's incredible to see. And um, Lee, I thought your chain analogy was spot on. Like uh, that's, it's really, there's some, positions in teams that just seem to work like this the vikings have it at receiver it's very similar like where it's just next great one after great one after great one um and um you know some just explode right on the scene right away but um it it's cool to see that uh and i if i'm you know and it's just not the packers who have had success with this quarterbacks you know look at mahomes you look at some of these guys who got a year or two to sit, develop, learn, and train under someone who's a professional, does their job well, and reads defenses so they can read those terminologies. I'm never a fan of starting a quarterback in year one. Um, I know some have success, uh, but I just think there's a huge jump from college football huge to the NFL. Um, and ultimately, you you the biggest thing you can shake in year one is confidence and you can never get that back. And someone like Bryce young will never be a great football player. I'm sorry, um, Panthers fans, but he just won't. Um, he's gotten his ass kicked um, in his first year and now he's scared. Watch his feet in the next few years here. He's just, I, I, it's, it's sad, but true. Um, and Packers have figured something out um, with how they're developing these guys year after year. It's cool to see. Um I don't love the Packers, as we all know, but I think they've done an incredible job running their business, both short and long term. I told I told Travis this, uh, this last week. Um, it doesn't it doesn't upset me that like the Packers got another one, but it upsets me that there's not another one in the division. Even you know we're not yeah. we're not seeing these like great quarterback matchups. Even if it was with the Lions or with the Bears. Ideally, the Vikings, obviously, for me. But I, I just want to see 
When's two the last great quarterbacks goal? in one division? That's us. You know what I mean? I just like I don't want to see Bring like this back Cincinnati. Yeah, like give me yeah, give me old Dante <laughs> out there, dude. Like it's just I don't know. It's just been forever. And and like Kirk, honestly, he's been great. Like we we've we've had some great, phenomenal games. Some of the best games I've ever seen as a Vikings fan in my life have come under the helm uh, of Kirk Cousins. So I, I'll definitely give him his flowers for that. I just. I, we we haven't seen the result for it down you know down the line. And granted, our timing has not been great between when defense is well and offense is well. It just it hasn't lined up, so it hasn't been a great situation for Kirk as he's been in in Minnesota. But I think both sides uh, in Minnesota want Kirk to be there. Um, Kirk wants to be there. Um, ownership and everything they want Kirk to be there. So. What I've been seeing is two-year deal, hometown discount. Um, he's going to take a little bit of a, of a pay cut, and I think we're going to be able to stick that back in the team. Granted, Justin Jefferson is going to get a shit ton of that, uh, that <laughs> discount probably. Um, but it's not saying he's not worth it because, I mean, I just absolutely love the guy. I mean, the guy hit over 1,000 yards, and he didn't play half the season. I mean, it's just absolutely fucking wild. So, I, yeah, I – Interested in what the future of the Vikings are. Uh, I think I think this draft is going to be nuts. I hope for the first time since um, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, I guess, being drafted, um, where you you get the feeling that, you know, okay, this is our future at least. It's like Jaron Hall and all those guys the past few years and knew they were going to be backups. So um, it wasn't anything really to be exciting about. But anywho. Let's move on, boys. Uh, let's get into some highlighted games here, shall we, from week 18. Uh, the ones that gave us some uh, shakeup in our um, playoff seating here. Right off the bat, um, I didn't know if we wanted to talk about uh, the Steelers-Ravens game at all. Steelers won this game. Uh, they needed it to get into the playoffs. They also needed the Jaguars to lose, which did happen. So, um they can thank Rabes for that one uh, once again. Mason uh, Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, Clark Kent. What a yeah. flop. <laughs> yeah, that was an ugly game. Yeah. Um, that's why I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it. But ugly, I guess it cold. Was... <laughs> the fans showed out, as usual. Tell the Ravens yeah. really didn't want anything to do with it. They were just no. no. Yeah. They didn't play half their team. Correct. Yeah. I was like... Which which yeah. is unlike them because they could have really stuck it to Steelers and just yeah. been like. I think that weather is the reason. Like they didn't yeah. want to yeah. get anyone hurt, like T.J. Watt. Right. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought that up. Yeah, T.J. Watt missing. Oh, uh, for the first playoff game for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's done for the year. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but. I mean, I didn't anticipate the Steelers to make the playoffs at all. Um, figured they'd get their winning season again, but definitely not making the playoffs. But, hey, wrong once again. Um, the next game I got here, the Texans win over the Colts. It was the win and you're in game uh, between these two teams. And, uh, yeah, I had a feeling C.J. Stroud was going to make it happen, um, as he seems to be have been doing all year. So it was uh, good to see them in there right away um, when, once again, they had – we had zero expectations for that. Few teams this year where we had uh, zero expectations. Well, they went two games that, last year. Um, 
two or three. Wanna, yeah, I was gonna three, say I, I think, think two sound. Yeah, three. Okay, I knew they made one late where it was like, oh shit, you gave the you gave the, the Panthers the number one pick, and apparently they wanted Bryce Young. Good thing they fell ass backwards into not doing that. Um, yeah, then so I guess that takes us. Uh, Titans defeat the Jaguars uh, from playoff contention, beat them twenty eight to twenty. Um, yeah, funny that happens, and then coach gets fired. Um, Saints game. Uh, I really didn't. I mean, what a blowout! I was very shocked about that. But uh, what was interesting is the very last play of the game, uh, victory formation, where Jameis Winston says, "Fuck what the coach said." Um, let's get I a touchdown. <laughs> He's like, let's get a touchdown instead. And yep, they got they got to run it because they got a pick at like the one. And they they could have just taken a knee and ended the game. And nope, James Winston calls an audible for his as a team like we want we want to give him a touchdown. Uh, so he gets that late touchdown, and Arthur Smith is livid. Goes was, like Dennis, uh, meets Dennis Allen. That's like, fucking, I didn't do it. I he's didn't like that's do it. fucking bullshit. And he's like, I know. <laughs> Dennis Allen says, I know. <laughs> I didn't but, uh, see any of this. This is great. Yeah. I didn't know about Jameson's call, so when Dennis Allen said, I know, I was like, that's a weird thing to fucking say to somebody when you when you do that. That's awesome. But, yeah. That's and hilarious. Went off on this, and he was like, he should be cut right away. Yeah. I would, If I was on that team and if I was in that huddle, I would have went off sides. I would have yeah. never done yeah. blah, 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 and he went off. And I'm like, yeah. Is that's it really ja- that? That's Jameis for you. He's uh well they didn't yeah. make a really good point though. Like it's like, yeah, that is Jameis, and that's why you don't play for the Bucks anymore. And that's why you're a backup <laughs> like consistently. It's just because you're you kind of a wild card. Yeah, you you just do what you want and and uh Feels crab legs from the store. <laughs> yeah. Him and Jair would be good friends. Yeah, they would probably. Yeah. Uh interesting. Uh, before we move on, uh yeah. the Texans Colts game, I want to flip back to that real quick. Uh, yeah. C.J. Stroud, incredible throws in that game. Um, mm-hmm. He made two or three that were just that Nico Collins cross. He was getting hit hit as he was throwing it across field. Man, that was a beautiful throw in that game. The kid's got some moxie. I, I really like watching him play. He's fun to watch. But I felt bad. Like, I'm not a Colts fan. I felt bad on that fourth and one. I don't know yeah, how the fuck. That's terrible. He dropped that ball. First of all. Why the fuck is Jonathan Taylor taken out of the game and this random motherfucker who's had six catches on the dude? Year, put they called that back. too. They called that. They're yeah. like, you think Jonathan Allen or uh, Jonathan Taylor would get taken out of this play? And sure, shit, he did. I and don't. Get every that. everyone was like, what? You 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 need like, like that's a the, yard? That's for the, the guy's game. first play of the game. <laughs> it's fourth and one. Yeah. And granted, it wasn't a great throw to him, but no. it was still catchable. And it was no. an easy first down. So it was like, shit, yeah. man. Great like, play call. Yeah. The throw was average, below yeah. average, maybe. But yeah. It was just a little average. bit behind him. Just a little yeah. bit behind him, but still catchable. Still and you could fall back on your ass and get the first down. You know, it yeah. was, uh, just that guy in the, in the training camp. Yeah. I was like, my God. Those, those are the decisions that bother me about coaching. It's just like – and he's – was it Shane Steichen, right? That's yep, the, Steichen, yep. I like him as a coach. He's obviously done. I thought he did a great job in Indy this year. Both yeah. those – A lot Ryan, of adversity. Taylor yeah. and Moss out of the game? Like what? Yeah, I don't get it though. Like those decisions like that, I'm just like yeah. 
You you've done all this hard work to get to this point, and now you're gonna and fuck. Put in that Tyler Goodson. That's <laughs> <laughs> when he's trying to get the ball. Like, oh, that's right there. <laughs> I almost had it. Uh, I think it's a Geico commercial with that old man with fishing pole. I'm like, oh, we gotta be quicker. Hey! <laughs> or the pizza, little Caesars. Oh, yeah. oh my god. I'll never uh, forget that commercial, that little Caesars that commercial. Great. We were all just sitting in the living room watching TV, and we all just bust out laughing at him. That yeah. was great. That was... Or his arms like this, and he just goes yeah. like this. Just rips it out so he can get a $5 out of his pocket for a pizza. That was great. That was one of the best commercials ever. Um, okay, which one do I got here? Uh, I got the Bucks locking in the division win over the Panthers, 9-0. to What an ugly, terrible win that was. I really thought they were going to at least – 20 something on the Panthers, like just terrible. But I didn't actually watch win. it. Yeah, right. Um, which pretty lackluster for playoff uh hopes. Um, and then yeah, I guess the next two games I really have are the are the ones that stand out the most. I think uh, Cowboys taking the division with a win over the commies 38 to 10, while the Eagles lose once again, um, to the Giants 27 to 10. Like, Eagles are Eagles. Fuck. Fuck. free fall. They're falling off a cliff right now. What's happened? What do you think uh, the biggest? I don't know. I think there's something going on in the locker room. That's what I'm thinking. Everyone's looking terrible. Everyone. Yeah, it's. I've not seen anything like this in a long time. Just a, a debacle to, start, to lose. To start ten and one and yeah. not win your division. Oof! Wild. I think the Vikings have done that in the past. Um. It has to be forever ago then. If it did, I don't or something. Nah, you guys yeah. were like five games up on us or something, and we ended up winning the division. That sounds right. That doesn't surprise me at all. Or that the year the Packers me. went fifteen and one and lost in the first round. Uh, the second round because we don't play in the first round when we're fifteen and one. So first game, I'm first, sorry. first, first chance game. at a field to yeah, sit yeah, in on the yeah. field. <laughs> I'm a Viking fan. We've been there plenty of times. Um, what else we got here? The Bills defeat the Dolphins as the Dolphins also choke their division lead, uh, losing three of their last five, I think it was, um, 21 to 14. I was so happy they won this game because like, I don't want to see the same matchup again next week. Yeah. That's really all I cared about. Um, the Dolphins, man, they got their defensive line. They're going to be starting um, some high school players pretty soon on their <laughs> defensive line. They have like four guys. Oh, four of their best defensive linemen are out out for the year. It's bad. Tua did not play well in this game. No, he played terrible. Some terrible throws. Josh Allen, Jesus. Allen's Allen's just a wild card, dude. Yeah, Barb Junior. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I actually love watching him. He's fun. He'll it is on, on the run, launch at 70 yards across the field. <laughs> I'm like, all right, buddy. There's no one even. Get some little dicey betting on him. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> I'd be sweating. He's on the edge of your seat. Like, you see a throw and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then he, was... like, truck, he like trucks two guys and yeah, yeah. runs first down and shit. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, he's a, he's a one of a kind. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting that game for Josh Allen to happen for the last few weeks. This is the one I didn't expect it to happen. I kept saying every week, oh, I think we're going to have a Josh Allen game. We're going to have a Josh Allen game. Like, 
uh, two touchdowns, two maybe three picks. I don't know some or three t- turnovers at least. And um, yeah, this was the one where it was just kind of like, God, the Dolphins defense isn't even that good. Um, okay, I suppose we'll go into pickums, huh? Shall we go into pickums? Give a little update on the pickums, eh? That's right, folks. We got our Pickums update here. And I am Josh still up. I'm on top. Nope, I'm on top, baby. Josh By one, one game right now. Um, I have 175 at the moment. Travis, 174. Josh, 169. That's not right. You're going to have to make some moves. You're going to have to make That's... some moves in the playoffs here, brother. You guys um... can just skip a week of picking. That help me. <laughs> I have a, a work pickums that we did, and for some reason I forgot to select uh, an entire week, and I remembered on, like, Sunday night during the Sunday night game. So I picked the Monday night game correctly, so I got a one, and I'm still up by nine games right now on them. So I'm like, you guys suck. I was like, I should that's be a, up by <laughs> – I could sleep for incredible. two weeks and still get <laughs> dominate you guys. <laughs> Um, that's incredible. Yeah. Second place guy doesn't even watch football and he's, and it's just wild. How he's been lucky. He's had a couple of weeks where he's gotten like 13. I'm like, you don't, you don't watch football. Huh? He's like, no, I just, people I think are good. I don't even know who's playing or anything. Nothing about him. Um, so yeah, that's where we're up there. We do have some awards to give out this year. I don't know if you want to do them after we do our wild card games or before. What would you guys prefer? Let's, before. Let's do them before, yeah. All right. I think we're uh, all going to be pretty close here. I don't have a war music. Um, Will want me to get uh, Will Smith's smacking Chris Rock? Is there a, is there, is there music <laughs> for that? Um, what's um, one one second here, folks? I think I'll I'll, I'll find. Did you guys here. watch uh, the new Dave Chappelle special? By the way, and I did. Oh, I, I did. I, I loved it. Very good. Um, God, that guy's oh. awesome. That uh, story at the end, I just I loved everything about that. that. <laughs> um, damn, what is that? <laughs> oh man, I just yeah, I don't know. It seems like he's never lost a step, and I just love that. Like nothing. He's got a, such a unique ever style. Changed. I watched yeah. the uh, I watched the Heart Rock one too, where he's kind of comes in a little bit in, in that one. Uh, three vastly different comedy styles, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but his style will last forever. I mean, it has. But yeah, his. I love how many times he call calls out a certain community and yeah. his special. <laughs> the first joke was just yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we got some music here. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, and I just screwed it up. Um. Okay, and Man, I just I just wanted to meet Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hand out some awards, shall we? Uh, <laughs> um, this is louder than I thought it'd be. Okay. Um, yeah, for MVP, I think we'll do these each. Uh, we'll go around each role. Your 2023-2024 MVP number, National Football League, Lamar Jackson. Number eight. I think he's locked it in. Um, 
number two uh, MVP for the, for the young man. Um, and I feel like it all came from changing up his style entirely. Seems like he's such a much more uh, comfortable in the pocket this year. Wasn't running nearly as much as he did his, uh, his first MVP year. Um, so, yeah, Lamar, here's to you, brother. Who do you guys got? Uh, I'm going to play a little game of who should be the MVP, okay. but who will be the MVP. Okay. So I have who should be the MVP, okay. Christian McCaffrey. No okay. question in my mind, he's the most valuable player on the 49ers, in my opinion. I know they got a great team and everything, but they don't go without him. Hmm. Secondly, it's going to be Lamar Jackson because he's a quarterback, and it's a quarterback yes. fucking award, uh, for sure. award, and that's just the way it is. So, Lamar Jackson, congratulations. Big flash, homie. That's Lamar. He's winning. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> You're right, though. Uh, I am impressed yeah. by his development as a passer in the league. He started out primarily as a runner. Now is, I mean, I can't even think of that many highlights this year of him running. Um, mm. It's primarily him in the pocket, zipping it down to Zay Jones um, or Mark Andrews before wow. he got hurt or now likely. Um, I think it's cool to see that the top two MVP candidates are also, I would say, on the best two teams. Um between him and CMC. Um, yeah, I guess really that takes me to my offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey. Um, like you said, MVP's constantly been just a quarterback award. So I just naturally gave it to the man who I think it should be at, at the helm there. And yeah, Christian McCaffrey cannot say enough uh, about the guy. Just absolutely absurd. The amount of injuries that guy's uh, overcome in his career and to just still constantly be the stud that he is um, on every single play. He is an absolute weapon threat. Um, I, I think any defensive player in the league would see that guy with the ball in his hand and think uh, this guy's probably going to go right through me or around me. Either way, I might as well just get out of the way. Um, gentlemen, what do, you, what do you have? I'm guessing it's probably the same person. I've got Lamar Jackson at this one, so I want oh. Christian for MVP and then Offensive Player of the Year's than the guy that didn't get it that everybody thinks should get it. So it would be Lamar Jackson for me, but it's going to be a switched around. I know, I know how this works, but how it should be. Okay. Yep. CMC. Uh, as long as we all got the same there, I did want to throw this in, and I think it I can kind of tie it together. Uh, CMC uh, is, I think, the only white starting running back in the league, right? That's God correct. Me. God, is Peyton Hillis still in the league? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we talk a lot about the draft and upcoming picks and stuff with quarterbacks, but there is a young man. His name is Cooper Dijon. He'll be going into the draft this year. He's cornerback out of Iowa. <laughs> he will be the first cornerback drafted that is white ever. Ever? In the first round. Ever. Oh, in the first round. Okay. I was like, Sorry. what? In the first <laughs> round. <laughs> In the first round, wow. that's even crazy. I didn't expect He'll that. Be in the first round, you think? Yeah, that's where he's and projected. He nope. <laughs> He'll drop just out of it, it just because just first because he's ever cornerback <laughs> drafted in the first round. This is gonna wow. happen this year, folks. Wow, is that that's right? Is there like a prop bet or something on that? Because I think he he'll be the that. first one to start <laughs> in the league since two thousand three. Woo-hoo. 21 years. 
Isn't that Jason incredible? People can drink for how long that is uh, <laughs> legally. Um, damn. Okay. Um, defensive play of the year. This is one of those. This is the only one that I have where I I'm gonna say who it should be and who it's gonna be. Uh, should be Miles Garrett. Hundred percent should be Miles Garrett to me. Um, I think he's been a game wrecker in multiple facets uh, with tackles for loss, sacks, um, just the disruptor that he's been. Person that it will go to is TJ Watt, um, who I will never say anything poorly about. Um, but he was a sack machine this year. But I just think uh, Miles Garrett just. It's it's like he is the defense. He is the Browns defense, and the defense is good. Um, with Steelers defense, can't quite say the same thing. I feel like it's only TJ Watt. So I got TJ Watt winning this award. I I just think he's done enough. I uh, I don't really know the stats that compare them. But I'm just telling you what I think. TJ okay. Watt. Right. No analysis. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think they have very similar stats. Obviously, same division. It's very close, yeah. Um, they both are double teamed on nearly every play. Um, or if they're not, they're triple teamed. They're getting chipped. Um, so both have had incredible seasons. I don't know who this award goes to. I'm going to guess it goes to Miles Garrett because TJ's won it more recently. Um that's the only reason I could say that. I think they're both incredible this year. I know Watt, the older Watt, would argue that his brother is better. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I see him on Twitter. But, yeah, I think that'll go to Miles Garrett. Um, Watt should have won it a couple of years ago when Aaron Donald won it. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they're yeah. like, hey, sorry about that. We'll – lucky in for sure this year or something like that but yeah like i said watts won it more recently so i don't know i'm curious if there is sort of some kind of like unwritten rule there that they do it's not like the nba where i mean i feel like there was one and then they're like nah let's give it to the joker let's give it to the joker kind of thing like it's it's undeniable um at a certain point but yeah i don't know i don't know if there's some sort of uh politicking um there all right, uh, next one I got here is the Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think this, this is I think a lock. I think it's a lock. Stroud. Nope. Puka Nakua. <laughs> He's played all year, baby. He's played all year. CJ Stroud, he missed some time, missed uh, a couple games there. And uh, I'm going to hold against it, baby. Puka Nakua. He should be in any other year. Any any fucking other year. Literally any other year. It's like the Herbert and Justin Jefferson yeah. One where yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, it's just a quarterback, and he's yep. played fucking great. So That's I know exactly it was tough, but I really want Puka to get it. Puka had an outstanding rookie season, broke a few records. Broke, yeah, broke yeah. two records. Yep. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, who it should it's again who it should be versus who it is. It's yeah. going to be Stroud. Yep. And that takes us to our defensive rookie of the year. Um, I felt like there really wasn't too much of a standout. I did have to look up stats in order to really have an idea of who it was going to be. Um, you guys had one that you brought up earlier that was kind of the one I originally thought it was. But, yeah, looking up stats, I picked Jalen Carter here. Um, I think I think he's made a great impression uh, for the Eagles' defense there. Um, 
And as of recently, it seems like he's the only defensive player on the Eagles right now, um, just because how terrible they've been looking. So uh, he stands out just a little more because of that. What do you guys got? Well, I got my sheet here that tells me what I picked for the rookie of the year in the beginning of the year. And it says Jalen Carter. Yeah. So, fuck it. We'll just say we predicted it from day one. Hey, Jalen Carter. There it is. I love that you have that sheet. Still. We got. One. I don't know where the fuck mine. We kind of went over it last week a little bit, and last that's where I was like, we got to stop before we do the awards. Do you a week have early. them saved? I have mine. I don't have yours. Okay. I was um, say, mine's definitely not around here. I think I, I picked Jalen Carter. I have two, as well. two boys, so there's no way in hell that that stayed on my desk. Um. I know who I picked, and I would say he's probably going to win it. Uh, him or Jalen Carter, it's Will Anderson um, for the Texans. So the Texans could sweep rookie of the year. But that's not who I want to uh, say I would like to see win it. Um, I would like to see my boy from the U represent and win, Mr. Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback for the Bears. Um, if you're unfamiliar, the man leads the league in interceptions over the last six weeks. Um, he has four picks in the last six weeks. Um, he has two forced fumbles in the last eight weeks. So started off a little slow this year. Um, he, he had some opportunities in coverage, but has really come on as long as the season has gone along. Um, so Tyreek Stevenson will be my boy. What was that? Said aside from the last game. (laughs) Yeah. Defense. Defensive rookie there had Jalen Carter. Offense, I had Bijan. You know what's weird about that Packer game, by the way? Who did I Uh, pick on offense? Let me think. I think I probably did Gibbs. Points last week, but (laughs) they never punted, and they, like, drove the ball down, up and down the field, and they only had one turnover. It was the weirdest game. It felt like we could do whatever we wanted, but we just didn't. Didn't. (laughs) Just wasted time. Just, like, at the end of the half. We fucking decide with eleven that, seconds. That was Tyreek Stevenson. That, that was just that was just a stupid play call, Lafleur. Like, take the points with eleven seconds left. Like, why are that you was, trying to be cute? So stupid. Yeah, that's that nuts. Hadsy play from Tyreek Stevenson, boy. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked away. I was shocked away that turned out. Um, uh, coach of the year. This guy's got. All of the adversity and came through it all. Um, and I think that's especially the team that's had the most adversity for the last like 30 years. Um, your Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski, I'm gonna give him mm-hmm. all the flowers. Um, to, to have him lose, um, Sean Watson, um, for games here and there, and then rest of the season at that one point, and then to bring in uh, Joe Flacco and and have more success than he probably would with Deshaun Watson is uh, is incredible. And to make the, the playoff run, I think that says a lot about him. Former Minnesota Viking guy. So, I'm all about That's it. a great call, Lee. Yeah, Kevin's, it's Kevin Stefanski for me, too. I mean, he just had to overcome so so many quarterback injuries, so many different injuries all over the board. Yeah, with, uh, all over. Cub being out, like, I mean – they didn't miss a beat, but like they're so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Stavansky, no doubt. No question in my mind. Sneaky second or third. Uh second would be maybe the Colts guy. Uh Stavansky or not. Uh, uh Demar- DeMarco Ryan's. 
Oh, D'Amico Ryan's D'Amico, too. Yeah, yeah D'Amico, that, yeah, that's, would be that's two. Who, that's, who, that's who I got down. I think that's the three favorites right now. Is, it is. Uh, yeah, Stefanski, yeah, Ryan, Shane Steichen. And... Steichen. Yeah. I got Ryan's to win it um, just because of the going from three wins to winning the division, drafting two players who could win rookie of the year. Huge impacts. Yep. Yeah. So just the cultural shift he's had in Houston, I think is pretty remarkable, but I love Stefanski and the Browns. I'll be cheering for them in the playoffs sure. this year. So, yep. Um, you don't have this award on there yet, but let's, let's, there's one other award we got to get to. Uh, I had it on the, the opening week one breakout star. Fucking... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it better not be fucking let's Jordan talk Love. about jordan loves I had more one written in that was called <laughs> mr jordan him love as the breakout star and hell by golly it is jordan love folks oh boy now i'm gonna give it to kyle hamilton i think i'm just kidding <laughs> it's a good pick <laughs> hmm yeah who else do you think, uh, looking back at the season now, I'm trying to think of other people that just came out of nowhere. Puka was one for sure. Puka. Well, sure. not Kyron Williams. Yeah, not rookies. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kyron was fifth rounder last year. Is that right? Or was that? Yeah, that was yeah. last year. It was last yeah. year, yeah. So, yeah, Kyron, Kyron Williams. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he didn't miss any time, he would have been the rushing leader this year. He was not that far behind McCaffrey, and he missed, like, what, five games at least? It was yeah. pretty nuts. So, yeah, I think he's only, like, a couple hundred behind McCaffrey. So, yeah, I think that would probably be one of the uh, one of the outstanding ones. Love being for sure, um, but... Um, yeah, I'm yeah, trying to think of other ones. One. No one else is sticking out in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, too. I mean... How about uh, Isaiah Likely? Hmm. Likely? Um, He's filled in and done really well, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple times last year where he filled in for Andrews, too, and he did he did fairly well. So, I don't – it's not a huge surprise to me. I uh, So, I had him in our in our Dynasty Football League, not to get too much into that, but I had him in um, when Chris, uh, who was our champion, won this year, um, had Mark Andrews go down. He offered me a second rounder for Likely, which I drafted Likely in the third round. So I was like, I don't really want to give up Likely. Um, I like him in the future. And I think I, we kind of talked about this last week too, Travis. But um, but I was like, might try to trade for him back next year for like a third round. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I just don't know when he'll get the opportunity. You know, he's just under Mark Andrews' shadow. But I, uh, I think he's a good tight end for sure, though. Much better than probably half the tight ends in the league right now. Um, yeah, comeback player of the year. Um, this is one that we talked a little bit before we got the, uh, the podcast going today. Um, but yeah, I think we all know who it's going to be. Um, it's going to be DeMar. We all know it. It's going to be a lock. However, I feel like we already kind of acknowledged him in the honors last year. It may not be comeback player, but for what Joe Flacco has done just in his career alone, I mean, this isn't just like a year where he got hurt. And it was years of playing and not playing that well to come off the couch, come into an organization you don't know, and just look like an elite 
quarterback in this league. So many people. Oh. That was the that was the joke about Joe Flacco oh. for so Joe long. Cool. Was <laughs> is Joe Flacco elite? That was literally a meme for years, and now he's looking like it um, with his salt and pepper hair and just looking like the old man. It's it's an incredible story, and I I, I think he deserves it for sure. Hands yeah. down. I don't care that you almost died, buddy. <laughs> don't care. We're talking about football award. We're not talking about survival of death. Okay, so. Um, I mean, yeah. it's great. I, 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 I think you got your flowers, but um, I would like to see you get a tackle to win a player of the year award. Um, so um, it's got to be Flacco for me. I, incredible story, journey. There might even be a Disney movie about this someday. <laughs> Probably will. Browns already yeah, got their I, Disney movie, right? Draft yeah. Day was a Disney, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Browns can't get to. Go I ahead. got Flacco as well, but I'm going to throw in an honorable mention there. Um, Brees Hall. Okay. Came Next back year. Last year, tore his, what, ACL and mm-hmm. had an unbelievable year this year. And guess what? Next year, boys, I'm calling it. He's going to be a running back one, like the running back one. He's going to be a ball and stuff. What? I got him in the third or fourth round in my keeper league for one nice. guy. We, so I'm keeping him. Nice. I have a lot a good of fucking piece on my team. Though. I have Rasheed Rice, like that I could pick as a tenth round pick. Mm. There's, it's, I got a lot of options. I just, I got Brock Purdy like in the thirteenth round. Like, nice. That's good yeah. To have that luxury. Mm-hmm. It is. All right, boys. Get some wild card pick, uh, pick them, shall we? Uh, or or um... you know what that is right there, Griffey. What? Oh, that's that your Pickham's belt. That's your Pickham's belt. That's what he's looking at right there. I know. I'm I ain't giving it that. up. I ain't giving it up. I'm getting it this year. All right. Last year oh. I, I fucked up going into last week, and then I had to crawl my way back. It's not happening this year. And I've got some picks that I think are controversial. All right. Ooh. I got some. All right. I better. I better just whoever you guys pick, pick the opposite. <laughs> That's what I had. To, I think I had to do that last year. There was like three games where I had to yeah. pick the opposite and of you guys, right. and I got all three of them. And that's the only reason I was into it into the Super Bowl. That's um, what I need to have happen. So yeah. I'm... <laughs> let's do it. Uh, so yeah, we got what six games um, this weekend here. Um, starting Saturday, we'll have two games, and then uh, Sunday three and then the monday night game whoo it's gonna be a good one these are these are all gonna be good um cleveland first one cleveland in houston against the texans i'm going browns do i I take the uh i'm going browns i'm going browns you want me to pick first josh go ahead i'll go last i'm gonna go browns as well I think that defense is going to be able to to stop Houston. And just the Cleveland's overcome so much already this year. I think they're actually a really good team. Yeah. And they're not just running on fumes. I think they're really good. And I think Flacco, if he obviously he, – he doesn't even need to maintain what he's doing. If he even does 80% of what he's doing, they should win the game. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> oh. Can't see yeah, it. I'm, I'm guessing that's, a, that's, that's the Texans. I got the Texans there, boys. <laughs> oh boy, I get a few of those. those. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting just a bunch of lone wolves here at home. 
Houston is going to show out. C.J. Stroud is going to make a case next year. He's going to start his MVP case this weekend. He's getting ready for it. He's going to light this nope. Cleveland Browns secondary up, boys. Nope, there's already been a win in NRG this week. They can't. There can't be another one. That's true. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Uh, next I, game, I oh, actually think yeah. you guys are right, but I, uh, I kind of need that. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be surprised if the Texans won, but I, no, I just, I, I, it, it just leans more Browns. Yeah, like Travis said, I think that defense is gonna be there. They're gonna the play complimentary gonna... football. They're not mm-hmm. gonna give Stroud a lot of opportunities, so yeah. he's gonna have to score every time he gets the ball. Uh, yeah. Next game we got here Saturday night, uh, Miami in Kansas City. These are two worrisome teams, I would say, where it's like either one of these guys wouldn't be surprised if they went home after this game. Um, I'm still going to give the edge to the Chiefs. I just think it's it's just like it's the playoff time. They got to win um, and to just keep shit going. Like the, the, this is the time we've been saying all year. They're just like their regular season means nothing. They just need to get get by enough where they can make the playoffs. And then they turn it on, and so yeah, I'm I'm giving the Chiefs the edge here. Um, I guess I didn't pick a score for the last one. I probably should have. Yeah, we don't. Nah, no, it's yeah. fine. All right. Uh, yeah. So I'm Chiefs. Straight up. Um, yeah. Uh, this one's gonna be zero degrees, and the Ooh. Dolphins have so many injuries on the defense. I just don't see the Dolphins coming from Miami and going into KC and Arrowhead where it's really tough to play as is. And not only that, you're playing the defending champions. Yeah, they haven't looked like it, but that's no small task. That's You're playing against the best player in football, even though he didn't play like it this year. You know he's going to come up big in, in the big moments. And I trust Andy Reid to get it done. Give me the Chiefs. You. They're yeah. going to cover the Red two minus four and a half. That's what I'll do. Okay. They're uh, at home Saturday night, Arrowhead. The place will be rocking. They haven't played well all year, but I think this is the game where they start to turn it on a little bit. You'll see some flashes. I don't think this is a very close game. I think it's like a 31-14 style Kelsey's game. Kelsey's going to come back to Yep. Come back to um, Earth. And... Next week is where I'll start to worry about them. Mm-hmm. This week I think is a pretty easy win for them. Yeah. The Dolphins are just way too beat up at this point in the year. Next game we got here, Pittsburgh in Buffalo here. Um, Steelers, especially without TJ Watt, don't belong here. They don't belong in the playoffs. Um, I think this is one of those like uh, Giants kind of situations of last year. Uh, Giants only won over the Vikings because the Vikings didn't belong to either. Um, so, yeah, uh, Steelers, you're, you're the one team I would say that does not belong in the playoffs at all this year. I think it's going to be an easy win for the Bills. As long as Josh Allen doesn't beat Josh Allen. Just fucking no turnovers, Josh. Come on. No turnovers. Yeah, I, I just don't think the Steelers have enough firepower here, especially without their anchor on, on uh, the defensive side of the ball with T.J. Watt being out. Buffalo Bills are back, baby. They're going to yep. win this game, and they're going to win it, I think, handily. I think they're going to win by 14. They're going to they're gonna cover that 10-point spread. 
I like everything you said there. Uh, Watt being out is like their quarterback being out. He is their team, the lifeblood of that defense and, and the whole um, energy that comes in there from the Steelers. So I don't expect them to put up the greatest showing. I think the Bills win by 14. I like that a lot um, at home. They somehow are the two seed, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, I believe so. They Yeah, since they won the division, yeah. they should be two. This this is kind of wild. You think about that going into last weekend, they didn't even know if they'd make the playoffs, and now they're the two seed. Uh, so I don't know what is. Yeah, uh, that's incredible. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think they get the win here uh, pretty easily versus Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, and then the Mike next... Tomlin gets fired. I'm just kidding. He ain't getting fired. I know. No way. Bray will go there then, just like you said. If he, if he steps back, sure. Yeah. I don't see that going. Were you going to say something else, Winch, before I interrupt you? Uh, the next three, are, to me, are they're going to be the good, the, the, the good, good the games. best games. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so that takes us uh, Sunday, the 3.30 game. Green Bay in Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm picking the Cowboys. Um, I don't know why. History with the Packers over the Cowboys over and over and over again. But um, this is by far the best Dak has ever played um, this season in his entire career so far. He said this year he wouldn't throw 10 interceptions, and he was right. He threw nine. Um, he threw, like, 30 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Like, he's he is having the his best year of his entire career. This is not the same old Cowboys that the, the Packers know of. And uh, I don't think this is the same Packers that the Cowboys know of or are used to. Um, I think this is the toughest team that the Packers have played in in probably like a month. So I think this might have like a, an unexpected challenge um, that they might not be ready for. So I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. Yeah. This is going to be the toughest game the Packers have played all year. Don't get me wrong. The Cowboys are – at home. They're juggernaut on offense, and that's what I'm worried about is our defense and Joe Barry and not being able to stop them. And you know what? No one's giving them a chance. No one. Not any Packer fans, not anybody. They're not. Well, they're not giving them a chance on defense, I should say. However, the Packers are playing with house money. They aren't supposed to be here. They have nothing to lose. They're the youngest team in the NFL. They're the youngest team to ever make the playoffs in the NFL. They don't know any. They don't know any better. They don't know what the fuck this is. They're going to an atmosphere they have no idea about, right? That's when they're most dangerous, folks. That's when you're most dangerous, and you're playing that guy named Big Mike. Oh boy, don't. He wants this one bad. He wants this one bad. That means he's going to make a critical error in the game. Yeah, clock management. It's going to cost him. <laughs> it's going to cost him. Clock management. And you know what? I love Jordan Love, and I trust him, and he is playing the best football of anybody in the NFL right now today as a quarterback in this league. Give me the Green Bay Packers, baby. 30-23. to 23. Joe Barry does just enough to get it done. And we lock down CeeDee Lamb with Jair Alexander putting his sword in the side, baby. Let's go. Go, Pack, go. Wow. A lot of hype there. I, I love agree. I love that when she comes in 
after you all the time and just shits on what you shit. said. It's just going to rain on your parade. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. I don't I think will. so. It's like the first line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have used that a couple times this year. Um, man, that sounded really convincing, but I don't think any of it's true. Um, I would agree that Jordan Love has played really well recently. I would also agree yeah. that uh, this is a very young and up-and-coming team. However, to Lee's point, this is the best Dallas team that we've seen over the last four or five years. At home, this team has played completely different this year. Um, my biggest concern is the um, Cowboys' corners. Um, I'm not sure the status on Stefan Gilmore. I saw he injured his hand late in that game last weekend. Um, uh, if he's playing, that would be um, very big for the Cowboys. If he's not, Bland, we all know, likes to gamble a lot, um, which concerns me because obviously yeah. he can give up some plays. Exactly. Um, but having said that, um, I don't see any way in hell the Packers' offensive line slows down Minka Parsons. Um and um, they haven't faced a defensive line quite like the Cowboys in the last few weeks. And um, the last time the Packers played anyone that resembled an offense um, was the Buccaneers. I don't even know if you call it resembling an offense because the Buccaneers just put up nine points against the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> but Baker Mayfield, if you remember in that game, had a perfect passer rating, and that was at Lambeau. I think we see a very similar defense in this game versus a much more prolific offense. And because of that, I think the Cowboys come out on top here. I like the Cowboys to put up a nice 31 burger and the Packers to have a 21 spot. So I got the Cowboys at home by 10. I also forgot two tidbits here. Hit that stat of the day. Ooh. That stat of the day. <laughs> The Packers have won nine out of the last ten against Dallas, and they've never, ever lost in this new stadium of Dallas's. In Jerry World? In Jerry World. We are undefeated since the Super Bowl. Nice. I did want – I Travis, I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying. And in sports, the worst team to play is the one who has nothing to fear. The worst team to play. So, I think it'll I would be not, interesting. I would, I would not be. I know that I'm looking at the stats here. Ninety percent of people are picking the Cowboys. I think that's insane. By the way, mm -hmm. um, I, I would not be surprised to see the Packers win. Not one bit. I'm just kind of willing into Vic, like into existence. Yeah. Into existence. So, like, I, I know mean, they might, win, but I'm just saying. I, I think. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not I don't have any trepidation about it. If we lose, we lose. I don't even care. Like, I'm not scared, though, of the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Should, yeah. I think they got the matchup I would have wanted if I was you. They could have. I think the other one was the Lions, right? Yeah. Yep. I would have rather played the Cowboys. I think they match up better. They did beat the Lions. I just hope the gears on CeeDee Lamb all game. It's got to be. When's the last time they played the Cowboys? Last year. Last year. In in uh, Green Bay. We won. Okay. That was when Christian Watson came onto the scene and had three touchdowns. Mm. That's what I'm worried about, the secondary of Dallas. Yeah. 
You know it's, who's playing in there? Christian Watson. That doesn't worry me. I was going to say, I'm not worried about Christian Yeah, I know. He'll be out after the first play. <laughs> He's MBS. He might have He's a few big Better plays, but... No. Um, Fast. Oh, my God. He's so fast. He's tall and he's fast. We'll be the oh next guy to go to Kansas City that they'll think is something. Um, all right. Next game we got here, the Sunday night game, the L.A. Rams in Detroit. Stafford returns home. They said, don't bring your Stafford jerseys. Don't fucking bring them to our stadium. All right. They said, don't support the enemy. He is the enemy now. And Miss Mrs. Stafford was crying, saying, oh, "That's not what we think of them. That's that's mean." And uh, anywho's, <laughs> I think the Lions have gone down a couple notches in my book in the last few weeks. They're just not quite it. They beat up on the Vikings, sure, twice in three weeks. Vikings ain't shit. All right, doesn't impress me at all. I'm gonna get the Rams, baby. I'm taking the Rams. Stafford, Puka, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams. That offense is going to be one of the better offenses that the Lions have faced in a little bit, probably since uh, Green Bay. Um, and I think it's going to be troublesome for the Lions here. So I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm, I'm picking the Rams. Good pick. I think they're the hottest team in the uh, playoffs right now. The world's not picking them, but I am. I am also going to go with the Rams. Oh, fucker. Um, <laughs> now I got to pick the Lions. 20, 24%, <laughs> not even 24% of the world's picking the Rams. I just, I just feel like the Rams, like you said, they can score, and the Lions haven't been playing that great. I mean, they almost did beat Dallas, but I think that yeah. that play has just it's caused a lot of chaos, and I just feel like they're downward spiraling. And I think Stafford's going to want to play really well. And... The only thing I'm worried about is who's the Rams defense? Who do they have on their team except for Aaron Donald? Like, I don't know. Bunch of rookies and second-year guys. But That's they've, what I'm yeah. they've been the playing line- really well. I was going to say, I one's mean, been balling out. I don't remember his name. Yeah, they're, but one they're linebacker. Very well. I'm going to say the total goes over the 51-and-a-half here. Um, but give me the Rams to win, to win this game, like a 30-27 type game. I was going to pick the Rams, but I can't anymore. Um going to going to go with the Lions. I can't believe I'm only one picking the Lions, but um <laughs> I totally understand why. I think I agree with everything you guys have said. To me, the team I would want to face the least, like I kind of mentioned in the first round of the playoffs, if I look at this is the Rams. Um I always think the team ascending the most heading into the playoffs is the hardest team to beat, and that is the LA Rams. Um, coming in on fire and getting healthy at the right time, um, having all these weapons on offense and a young defense that's eager to prove themselves and has played well of late. The Lions, however, obviously, is this their their? Did they have home game last year? They must have, right? Who the Lions? Yeah, they didn't play they, in the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. Oh, they missed it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So this They're is not their, playoffs. This is their first playoff game in. Ford Field in a very long time. I think ever. 30 years. I think yeah. ever, yeah. Because this is the first time they've ever won the division, the wow. NFC North. Like 1994. So it's be. That's incredible. Because they won the Central the last time when yeah, it was the Central, yeah. Jesus. They yeah, they never won the, the North. Beat them with Sterling Sharp and Brett Favre running on the – going like this. Oh, that, was that one? 
pass. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, it. it's going to be special uh, there. Oh, MCDC, I mean... yeah, the crowd will be cr- going crazy, man. Um, I think it's going to take – if Detroit does win this game, I it's going to be a close game. It's going to be 30-27 to 27 is my prediction if I'm going to go with Detroit, which I have to make up some ground here. Um, I would love to see Detroit win. Um, obviously, uh, it's one of the teams I pull for. Um, and I think if they do pull it off, there's going to be some trick plays incorporated into this game either way. Um, from yours truly, MCDC. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see if Detroit Rock City can bring home the victory. That's what I'm predicting. Yeah, I never thought I'd uh, kind of be rooting for the Rams. I definitely never thought it'd be that. But just what their their work that they've done in the fifth round in the last two years between that running back and that wide receiver has just been so impressive and especially when then everyone counted them as dead after their cap you know um space yeah. issues for the last couple of years what a what a story um that takes us into our final game of the wild card weekend um the philadelphia eagles in tampa bay um against the buccaneers this is probably the toughest one to pick, I think, just because I don't have much faith in either one of these teams now just because the Eagles have been just dookie as of recently. Um, and then the Buccaneers are kind of a wild card where I don't know what's what we're going to get out of them. You know, we're going to get the 30 points. Are we going to get the nine that we did last week against the Panthers kind of thing? Um, and I'm going to pick the Eagles in this one. I think it's the safe bet, the safe pick here um, to – to just believe that the Eagles can figure it out in this game would not be surprised if it comes uh, Monday during the day. And I'm like, Nope, switching to the bucks, you know, just something like that where it might just be a gut check um, closer to game time where, but yeah, for now I'm, I'm going to stick with the Eagles. Yeah. I, I want to pick the bucks, but I can't. I just I can't go with them. I, I the Eagles are too talented. You gotta beat this team. You gotta fucking beat this team. And that's what I'm gonna pick it on alone. I know they're spiraling. I know it's crazy, but give me the Eagles just because they're more talented in my opinion. Um, give me them, yeah, twenty-seven to twenty. Well, you know what I gotta go with then. Um, Tampa Bay at home. They've been able to find ways to win games, some pretty, some high-scoring, some low-scoring, um, but they have been winning under Todd Bowles over these last few weeks. Baker has played well, hasn't turned the ball over. Um, sometimes he's been the game manager. Sometimes he's been the game winner. Um, the Eagles are um, – you don't know what team's going to show up. But um, I think you guys are right. They're definitely the better team. They're the more talented team. They're the better coach team, in my opinion. They just have something going on this year that's unraveling behind the scenes. So, um, having said that, let's go Tampa Bay. Give me a pick. This is the one I care the least about. Yeah. I could give two yeah, shits. It sucks that are on Monday night, man. That's yeah. terrible. That's that game in the fucking. Oh, yeah. Team. So stupid. So stupid. What? Peacock? Yeah. There's yeah. two. They got a game? On Peacock. They have Saturday one exclusively night. for sure, yeah. That's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Is there – I'll just ha- – Lee, you'll have to find your uh, your hack. 
my well, let me know about <laughs> share. it. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't had to use that in quite some time. Um, but I probably could find it. Um, it's not bad. Just don't click on anything other than <laughs> other than an exit box. That's it. That's the only thing you can click on. Um, but yeah, uh, I th- yeah, I think that one's gonna be an interesting game. I think a lot of these are gonna be really fun games. I love that you know we get we get the standalone ones for each one. Um, you don't have to worry about missing anything. Sucks when I have red zone. Um, but yeah, we don't need it, I guess, for, you know, for the playoffs wise, but, uh, yeah, great, great year. Uh, great regular season. You know, we didn't get, um, quite the, the scoring that we wanted to. A lot of, a lot of quarterbacks got hurt. A lot of, a lot of huge players got hurt, um, this year, which really limited the, um, I guess some of the excitement of the, uh, of the games this year, which is an absolute shame, but, um, Hey, we're in playoffs now. We're 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 at we're the best of the best are supposed to be, um, you know, except for the Steelers. But other than that, we got some really good teams, um, and I'm excited. Like I said, so unless you guys got any more closing statements, anybody, anybody, no. All right. Uh, well, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom. All right. Nope. Nope. Go Canes. Go Um. Yeah, uh, all I can say for the Vikings okay, is uh, see you at, see you at the draft, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> with that being said, that is the last I heard. Peace.